Hi everyone, I hope everybody is doing well. So when I told some people I was going backpacking around Europe for a month, give or take, a lot of people said something along the lines of, you should do a blog to keep us updated and so we know what's going on. We wanna hear about all your adventures. But I've done so much writing this past year and I don't really wanna write. And also when I write, I like I want it to be perfect and it takes me forever. And also I don't have my computer with me so I would have to type it all on my phone. When I was packing my backpack, I legitimately asked myself, everything I put in the backpack, I said, do you need this enough to the point you're willing to carry it up a mountain? And so that's how, that was my mindset as I was packing. Oh, and also side note, none of these are going to be edited. I'm sure there'll be many likes and ums and pauses because again, I don't have my computer to edit and also... I don't want to spend too much time worrying about editing and everything when I'm traveling. But anyways, also my friend Bo, when I was going on this trip and talking about it, he told me, he said, there's a backpacking motto that says ounces turn to pounds. And I very much live by that motto to the point that I took my comb out to my dad's garage and we cut it like in half maybe even in a quarter. So it takes up significantly less room and I guess it weighs a few less ounces. Going back to that motto by Bo, ounces turns the pounds when backpacking. But on the day that I left, my sister and her boyfriend drove me to the airport. They dropped me off and I walked into the airport with nothing but my backpack. It was kind of funny. And then <laughs> the plane situation, all the delays and cancellations you have heard about on the news, they are absolutely true. So my first flight from Pittsburgh to Toronto, it got delayed. And when we were in the airport, this lady, she was freaking out and her husband was with her. And her husband said to her, he said, it's always an adventure and it's all going to be okay. I was like, good advice, good wisdom as I'm starting out on this adventure and things already aren't going as planned. And then when I got to Athens, or sorry, when I got to Toronto and I was waiting for my flight to Athens, that got delayed too. And I was just sitting on the floor, I was reading my Bible and this lady looked at me and she's like, why is everyone lining up? Your flight is delayed, isn't it? And I told her it was. And she asked where I'm from. And then it turns out she was from Cincinnati. So she lived pretty close to where we're from. And then she saw me and she's like, where, who are you going with? Are you going by yourself? I'm like, yeah, I am. I'm going by myself. And she's like, well, I guess Jesus is with you. I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right. Jesus is with me. Um, but yeah, that was Again, good reminder as I started on this adventure and nothing's going according to plan. Well, I mean, it could have been worse. Absolutely could have been worse. The flights could have been canceled, but they're just delayed. And then because that flight was delayed, it caused me a problem when I got to Athens. I missed my flight from Athens to Santorini because we were so late. And when I got to Athens, even though I was in the airport, the Wi-Fi really was not working too well. And also my phone data wasn't working even though i had international roaming set up we got that figured out a couple days later but so i have no phone connection whatsoever and i had to figure out how to get the no i might have been wrong my wi-fi might have been working once i got in there so i think i did get my wi-fi working but still i had to figure it out i didn't have any i didn't have any like email from air canada of a rescheduled flight or whatever but anyways i finally figured out where to go i waited in line at the um, airlines, like customer service. And I got my turn and I went up to the lady. She's like, Oh, Air Canada rescheduled you already for a flight. You leave in two hours. I was like, Well, that's great. They should have told me, but 
it all worked out and that airport it was just weird because i had to go through customs and i was confused if i was still behind security or not but after talking to the person at the help desk i then went back through security and i was like i was set i was good and i had time to spare but it was just confusing situation not knowing exactly where in the airport i was not having being like how am i gonna get to santorini today but i was i really wanted to get there that day because in santorini there's a town oh goodness, how do you pronounce it i think it's like ia i'm just gonna spell everything so you can go and look it up yourself it's spelled o-i-a and it's when you think of santorini that's what you think of that's where like the blue tops are and the churches so that place is pretty expensive and i'm like i'm on a budget here so i only was staying there one night because the hotel room there was a little more expensive than on the other side of the island it's like i really want to get there tonight like I don't have another night here. I want to watch the sunset and I want to get to walk around before I have to go to the other side of the island where I'm staying the next night. But it all worked out. I landed in Santorini. I got my taxi thing to where I was going, which again, that night I was standing in Ia. I think that's how you say it. O-I-A. And I got there. I checked into my little hotel. I think it was probably the cheapest one in that entire town, but still it was good. It worked. And I just started walking around and it was, beautiful it's kind of this beachy honeymoon type town it was very clean it was very nice a lot of people spoke english and there's these stone paths in it's part of part of the city is like smooth stone paths that i went for a run on the following morning but other parts of it are more like bumpy stone that you have a hard time walking on and flip-flops but it was very nice i felt super safe and it's this these white houses built on a cliffside and you the pictures you can't tell how steep it is but the cliffside they're steep and i did research a little bit and it's an old volcano that's like half sunken so i guess it's a whole town on the side of a volcano that's not active anymore but it's super cute super cool i was shocked how many kids i saw there i thought it was just gonna be like honeymoon couples but there were a lot of kids walking around and then for dinner because i just got there i had to get dinner i got this i think they call them pies they're not actual pies like we know them to be but they're it, it was like a crust it was this dough that was baked and on the inside was cheese so it's perfect for me because everyone knows i love cheese but it was cheap it was like four I mean, dollars and euros, there's not much difference, but it was for, for your euros. Yeah. So it was nice and cheap, especially in Santorini, where nothing is very cheap. And then what's else? I have a bunch of notes written down here that I want to talk about. Oh, walking through. Yeah, I think, oh, again, I have no idea how to say these things. Everyone was dressed really nicely. And I did. I have two dresses in my bag. I pretty much have, well, I have a, I have a handful of things, but most of my things are athletic clothes and dresses, which I guess sums up my entire wardrobe. But I wore one of my dresses. I wore that yellow dress I have with all the flowers on it, and I fit right in. Okay, where I maybe didn't fit in is I didn't want to walk on that with my flip-flops on, even though people were walking on their heels. I'm like, I do not want to turn an ankle on this, so I just wore my tennis shoes. <laughs> so I don't know. Who is that singer who said, who says I can't wear my Converse with my dress? So I guess that's the, that's the motto I went by. So I walked around there and at night I like walked around a little bit, but there's so many people out and it was like completely safe and it was beautiful at night. And then I went to bed and then that next morning 
I went for a run because anytime I go somewhere, I always try to go for a run. I feel like when I go for a run, I remember things more. So I went for a run and when I was on the smooth path, I like ran a little bit and I was fine. But when I got to the bumpy path, I was like, okay, I can't run. I'm going to turn an ankle. So it wasn't a super long run, but it was still a run and it was fun running through the little town and all the buildings and all the shops. And then what did I do next? Oh, so then I left the hotel and, oh, okay, sorry. So after that, I stayed in Ia a little bit and I got something for lunch and then I put my backpack on. So for all this, I didn't carry my backpack around. Once I got to the hotel, I just left it in there, took whatever I needed. And then I hiked from Ia to Fira, which is on the other side of the, not on the other side, but it's like six miles away and it's not as expensive and it's, it's not as famous as Ia is. Again, when you think of Santorini, that's probably the town you think of. But then I I hiked from Ia to Fira, and I took all my stuff with me because I wasn't coming back. And it was one of the, well, I did it for two purposes. One, it got me to where I was staying that next night, which was in a hostel in Fira. But also it was one of the top drink things to do. And I was like, yeah, I love hiking. And I also like challenges. So why don't we go? So I put on my backpack and I hiked from Ia to Fira, will not lie, it was a little more challenging than I expected it to be. It was hot, I had my backpack on with all my stuff in it, and and I was like, wow, I'm so thankful for all those ROTC rucks that got me in shape for this. But anyway, so I'm rucking, and it's beautiful because you can look back and see Ia and see all the white buildings, there's little flowers along the trail, um, the trail was bumpy, that's for sure, but um. And then I also went through some of these towns. And then I, again, when I'm not connected to Wi-Fi, my phone wasn't working at this point, which caused me some problems because I was like, am I on the right path? I had to ask like a couple people multiple times. And yes, dad, I know you're going to ask this. I did have a map. So I kind of had, well, I think I like screenshots on my phone. So I had an idea of where I was going. But sometimes like when there's two little paths that diverge, you're like, I don't know which one to take. So my I knew the direction of where I needed to go, but I had to ask a couple people for help because I couldn't pull up my location on my phone because it wasn't working. But anyways, I get to this place and I was like, I can't even find this trail. I'm in a town, like I'm confused. But anyways, I'm like, I'm so lost. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. And then I figure it out. I think my phone got a little bit of service for a second. And I was like, wait, you're already in Fira. You think you're lost and can't find the trail, but you're already here. And what I realized is, I, because I was just like, I have another hour or so of hiking before I get there. Because the hike is said to take between three and five hours. I didn't realize that I was not walking at a leisurely pace. I went into ROTC ruck mode, like, we, well, like how fast we went on our rucks. I was like, wait, this is why you're so tired. You're like walking significantly faster than you need to. Like you don't need to keep a specific pace. You can relax. And so that's why I was, that's why I was confused is because I was like, how do I get, how do I get through this town? Where's the trail? It's like, wait, this is the town that you're going to. So I told myself after that, that I do not need to walk at a very fast pace with my backpack on. I can slow down and stop and smell the roses and I won't be as tired but anyways so I figured that out I got where I needed to and I went and checked into the hostel and a hostel it like sounds bad but all it is is it's 
like this place to stay where they have a bunch of bunks in a room and you can stay there and it's way cheaper than staying at a hotel. So I got there and this lady was so, so nice. She was real young and like friendly and bubbly. She like helped me out. I was like, I've never stayed in a hostel before. So she took me into the room and it was an all girls room. It was like eight bunks in one room and the beds were so nice. They were comfortable and they had this little screen that you can pull down. And so it was like, yeah, you're in a bunk room, but like you have your own little space because you have this screen that you can pull down. And I didn't use it, but like there's a kitchen in there that you can store your food and save stuff and whatever. But um, I just laid in my bed for a while because I was so tired from that hike where I absolutely booked it. My backpack on, I was like, why did you do that? You did not need to go that fast anymore. But um, so I got a shower and then I went out and walked around Fira and it was really cute. It wasn't like, again, it wasn't... Ia, which everyone thinks about when they think of Santorini, but it was like this nice town with lots of shops, and um, again, it felt very safe. And I was walking around, I was like, Oh, I should probably get something for dinner. And then there's this one little restaurant that had a perfect view of the ocean because this is an, Santorini's an island, it's completely surrounded by ocean, and it's a pretty small island actually. I think it's something like 30, 25, 30 square miles. And um, so I like saw this one restaurant, and there's a table sitting at like the edge overlooking the ocean and the side of the volcano and i like said like a little prayer is like god if the prices are reasonable here when i look at the menu i'm gonna go and like i'm gonna take that table and i looked at the prices and they weren't bad and so i was like okay i'll get a table and one thing i've noticed is in santorini and then in fear walking around it doesn't seem like there's many people by themselves at all but when i was in that hostel i um was like talking to the lady she's like oh yeah most of the people who come and stay here like we have 40 people staying here tonight and most of them are by themselves so even though it doesn't seem like there's a lot of people by themselves they are but anyways i say that because the guy's like okay how many people and i was like ah just one <laughs> and i was sitting at a table and there's like a guy next to me he was by himself and like when i say that a couple times like no don't feel bad for me i promise i promise i have friends <laughs> and when i was in um ia the other day the um i sat down for lunch and the lady was like you want a date i was like nope i'm not on a date i'm fine don't feel bad for me it's okay <laughs> so it was kind of funny but um anyways that restaurant it was good i sat there and what i'm doing is i'm reading the book of acts while i'm on this trip so i'm reading one chapter a day there's 28 chapters so it'll be like about perfect timing in the book of acts is kind of just about when the time went after jesus was resurrected how the church spread worldwide so it's kind of cool like a lot of the places i'm reading about like where things happen i'll kind of be in that general area so i just sat there i read and i got oh i got fried feta with honey and sesame seeds and it was, it was pretty good and the view was great there's a Greek name for that. I don't know. I can't remember what it is, and I don't know how to say it. But, I mean, again, I like anything cheese, and I like honey, so it was perfect. And then, as I left the um, restaurant, there's this girl, and she was walking up these steps, and she was out of breath. And I was like, I don't know. Someone said something to me. Either I think I said something to her. And we started talking, and so she turns out she's a local. And I asked her, I was like, oh, okay, like, What's it like living here? And one thing I asked her is how many high schools are there? She's like, there's only two high schools. So then that made me think, I was like, wait, where do you, you have sports, I'm assuming. So where do you play your away games? And she said, they have to take ferries. She's like, oh yeah, we take a ferry to this island or that island. She's like, I don't play sports, but that's what they do. I was like, you take a ferry to your away games. Like we went to the high school and caught a bus. 
but they take fairies to their away games. I just thought that was crazy, but also really cool. Um, so then after that, I had to get up super early. I couldn't fall asleep anyways, but I went to bed pretty early because I had to wake up early and text a taxi. So I just went to bed. And then, oh, it was funny. These two girls in the ho- hostel, like, got in a fight. Because um, the one girl turned the air conditioner on because it was so hot. Like, and I all, you know, like, I'm always cold. So for me to say it was hot, like, it had to be hot. And it was really hot. And so this girl turns on the air conditioner. And then this one girl's like, turn the air conditioner off. Like, everyone's coughing. What? It's so hot in here. Who's coughing? And so the girl's like, okay. So she turned the air conditioner back off. Like, it's like there's a little cat fight over the air conditioner. But also I was like, no, turn on the air conditioner. I'm dying. But then the next day, I had to wake up early because I had a flight from San Marino to Corfu. And let me tell you, flights around Europe are very cheap. Like some of them are in the, I don't know if they're in the single digits, but some of them are like in the teens. So I took a flight from San Marino to Corfu. I had a taxi set up, like the, um, I emailed this taxi service, I'm like, can I get a ride from this location to the airport at 5 a.m. on whatever day it was? And they're like, yep. Then the day before, I emailed them to confirm. Well, it's 5 a.m. Well, it's 5.10 at that point. And I'm like, there is no taxi. I need to catch my flight. What do I do? So I was like, the sun's coming out. The sunset was beautiful. I was like, I got to figure this out. Again, my phone does not work, so I had to, like, figure it out on Wi-Fi, figure out where the taxi service is, and start walking with my backpack on down the road of Santorini. So, that was a bit stressful. Yet again, everything is an adventure on this trip, I'm sure. Everything's an adventure in my life. What can I, I mean, who am I kidding? But I figured out, found a taxi, because this woman was getting in a, in a taxi, and it was, like, early. I was like, are you going to the airport? And she was like, no, but the taxi guy's like... In his like accent, he's like, "Give me two minutes, and I'll have I'll come get you." I was like, "Okay," because I could tell it's a taxi because they have a little taxi thing on the top of their car. So I guess he called someone from his company. They came and picked me up, took me to the airport. I made it with plenty of time to spare because there was not a line at security. It also ended up being really early, but I got there. It was a beautiful sunrise, and then I flew over to Corfu. So that is. Let me see if I forgot anything. Oh, one thing I want to say. Everyone in, in Santorini, there's a, a lot of people were speaking English. I English was without a doubt the predominant language. Some people, um, like at the shops and stuff, would switch. I think they're speaking Greek, like half Greek, half English, but almost everyone spoke English. I didn't have m- much of a hard time understanding anyone. The lady at the hotel my first night, she was so nice. Everyone was really nice that I met, but um. She, I think she had a hard time understanding me, but um, she was really nice and everything I had to figure out, I got figured out. And then, yeah, I think that's it. So I'll talk a little bit about my experience in Corfu on the next, I guess these are episodes, um, on the next episode. All right, bye everyone.